if you have an idea, it's basically, it's coming through you. And if you're one of those people that you know you have this inspired idea, you have to take it to action. And the more you're in motion, the more it will make sense. Hey, I'm Jade Ellison, a multi-passionate creative based out of New York City who's obsessed with personal development and anything business from marketing, branding, creating online programs to launches and helping you step into your true self so that you can share your gifts with the world. Gain insights with manifesting, creating life on purpose and get ready to elevate yourself in ways that will surprise even you. Included in your weekly dose of inspiration, get ready to be entertained, uplifted, and encouraged to take action with simple and easy to apply tips, tools, and strategies that fit into your busy daily life, sprinkled with some woo-woo along the way. From embracing your confidence to mastering success habits, setting achievable goals, and ways to harness positive mindsets and beliefs so that you can kick self-doubt and your inner critic to the curb where they belong. Whatever's on the topic call sheet, I'll help you navigate the raw, messy, and sometimes hilarious truths of achieving success, abundance, and happiness, all while encouraging you to become the best version of yourself. So think of me as your go-to girlfriend, talking over some coffee, getting real, and giving you some amazing advice to go from hot mess to thriving success. This is the Uber Savvy Life and Biz Podcast. I had so much fun with our guest this week. Make sure you check out this bonus recap for the special episode highlights. Grab a pen, a pad, and let's jump straight in. Patty, I am loving our conversations. That last one where you jumped into the past lives, you were bringing up a lot for me personally that just kind of like ties into what I personally go through with my hubby. He has said to me thousands of times, he's like, you go a thousand miles a minute, like the Roadrunner, which is a cartoon from like the 80s or 90s or something. He says, like, you just have to give me time to think about it. And I always thought it was just him. But now I realize, like, maybe that's kind of a dynamic between two souls, like how you've gone through that with Jack and that you hear the phrase a lot, masculine, feminine. And I'm curious if it has anything to do with that. But that was such a cool story. Well, I think the bigger thing, too, is my husband will say the same thing to me that your husband says to you. I mean, he thought. When I met him, I'm broke. He's like, I'm going to get you a cell phone someday. When they were first coming, I'm going to buy you a Lexus and a big house. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I got to go to the jet sailor. And he's like, what? My wife's on a private jet. So it was really hard for him. And I struggled terribly the first mm. because JT was born right at the beginning when Chicken Soup took off. And then I got pregnant with my second son, who's now 25. And so I wasn't gone a lot. And we live close. We intentionally moved close together. So we, I wasn't driving so far, mm -hmm. but my husband had this whole vision that mom stayed at home. Right. And I had this vision that I didn't know exactly what it was that I wanted, but I knew I wanted a lot and I wanted more. And I'd always known it. My dad said, I don't think you're from the right family. Like you must be adopted, but he knew if I can't be because we have the same eyes. So, you know, cats out of the bag on that one. But I had a lot of guilt. Hmm. I had a lot of guilt and, and I think especially for women and you're trying to raise kids and you want to build a business or you have a side hustle or you have a passion. And it wasn't until, I don't know, gosh, my sons must've been like I don't know, six and nine, probably maybe a little younger, probably around that age. And I was on a plane, a private jet, and I was flying to do a book signing for my book. I think it was Christian soul. So I don't remember what it was, but I was on a private jet and 
my career was going through the roof. And I thought, I am on this plane feeling terrible and feeling like I did something wrong. And I am creating this story that is not serving me. And so if my husband has a response to something, I was giving it my own meaning. And I was like spinning this God awful story that didn't serve me, him or anyone else. And so in that moment, I don't know why I did it, but I said, okay, from this point forward, wherever I am, I'm going to be a hundred percent present. It's not quantity, it's quality. I don't want a 10 carat crappy diamond ring. I want a one carat, you know, perfect cut color clarity. I love it. And with my kids, if I was home all the time, I'd been screaming and yelling at them because I wasn't living my purpose or my passion. And they would have seen a mom who was settling and probably would have been very angry. Who wasn't at her highest and best. Right. Exactly. And so as fun and crazy as it was, I call it Mr. Toad's Wild Ride that whole time, there was still a lot that I had to go through to accept the fact that I was going to have it all. And I was going to have a nanny and I would be judged and I was judged in my neighborhood. And I had a tiny house and I had no privacy of any kind, but she was an amazing human and lived in. And my boys still love her to this day. She's still part of our family. Amazing. So I made some sacrifices, but sometimes we have to make sacrifices to get to that other side. So it was an interesting journey and it still is, you know, I'm still... I'm like you, I'm all over the place. And isn't one of your sons getting married? My older son is getting married and they're getting married in March. Nice. And she, I picked her. So she worked for me and I said, did you pick her for, she worked, she did. Oh no shit. She was my social media manager. And I said, you know, you should meet my son. And right before COVID, we were doing a women's retreat at my house for permission granted. And my son came in and I said, hey, this is Janessa. And they met and he had not dated for a long time. And he came out that afternoon and said, you want to go down to the beach and watch the sunset? And she said, I can't do that. I'm working. Anyway, it happened. A lot of respect for her. That's cool. Yeah. She, and he said, <laughs> he said, oh, don't worry. I'll take care of that. You know, I'll take care of my mom. And then she came to me about two years in and said, you know, I think JT and I are getting pretty serious. I think it's time for me to get basically a real job. And so she went out and did a ton of interviews and She's actually at Kajabi, which is kind of funny because it's, you know, the same. I mean, there's so many people in our industry that are on Kajabi. Right. And so she is very active and doing great there and loves it. Amazing. So I'm really proud of her. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. I love it. You have so much depth and the stories are, I feel like I was on that journey, like picturing you living those moments and. I mean, I wish I had Jack's reaction when you were like, I'm going to be your vice president of operations. I mean, who said that? <laughs> he was like, okay. I mean, literally when he hired me, what I didn't say was when he first hired me, he didn't hire me. He hired somebody else. And then he called me back and said, I made a mistake. And I said, okay, well, it's going to cost you 30 instead of 25. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, oh, God, this guy is like so easy and nice. Like maybe 30 will turn into 300 or 3 million someday. I mean, I had no idea what we're going to do. And I totally believe it was like divinely set up. There's no way that it's like there are no mistakes, regardless of what happens. Like the fact that we didn't get a publisher, that was not a mistake. We found a little tiny publisher who turned out to be a big giant publisher. We're still friends today. I talk to him all the time. Everything I believe at this point in my life at 58, everything happens perfectly 
even when it doesn't feel like it's perfect at the time. And you look like decades younger because I didn't know that. And oh my God. But the fact that you've lived all of that success and you just went on your journey with each step, the connections you've made and being able to maintain them to this day. And then even being open with that one person who you brought on as CEO. What was his name again? Russ Kamalski. Russ Kamalski, who helped with the fitness. He helped with Kathy Smith and then his, so Kathy's attorney was our entertainment attorney. And he was like, yeah, I really don't want another job with like artists kind of people, you know, I'm kind of over it. And then he met us and he liked us. And when we were leaving after that interview with him, we were driving and he's like, what do you think? I said, I actually like him. He's like, me too. Can we hire him? <laughs> I love the Jack. Like, can we hire him? That's awesome. I know. It was funny. That's awesome. He's great. He's a great guy. Nice. What was a messy situation that Russ helped you guys get out of that you ended up having a better outcome after? Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's like a hundred of them. Let's see. So when we first started with Chicken Soup, the publisher came to us at some point to Jack and Mark and said, hey, let's trademark this and let's create Chicken Soup as a trademark. And we had signed a contract that said, you know, we'll stay with you forever after if you give us a certain amount of money every month. And we didn't go through the trademark thing because Mark's wife, whose name was Patty, also said, no, 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 you guys need to own the trademark. Publishers don't own that. So it was a big, intense deal. And I think I went through three cell phone batteries when I was at a book expo. Like Russ is on one ear, the lawyer's on the other. They're going back and forth. I'm in the middle trying to navigate like the publisher, the two guys. I mean, it was like crazy. I mean, I someday I'm going to write a book called From Soup to Nuts and Back. It was insane. Please write that book. <laughs> and oh my gosh. Yeah. I think, I don't know if I told you, but when my son was little, I wouldn't leave him at home with the nanny because it was a long drive and my husband wouldn't let me. So I, I would nurse him on my desk and I would have him on a pillow and I'd be typing or on the phone. And the UPS man walked in, I'm nursing JT and he runs out and runs out of the office and Jack, because he goes, what did you do? And I said, I'm nothing. I'm just nursing. He's like, oh my God. It's like just crazy, simple things. And then I would stick my son in, you know, like a swing and turn the Lion King on and he would watch it like, this is horrible. Social services would put me away today. He'd watch it all day. And I said, if my kid is like walking around going, Akuna, Matata, when he's 20, I said, Jack, you're paying for half the therapy. You know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we kind of like just made everything work, you know, and just now it's all funny. I mean, at the time it wasn't all funny, but yeah, it's, you know, it, it's just one of those things. You just have to take everything in stride. And if you want to be an entrepreneur, you've got to follow your gut. You've got to just not take no personally. It just means next. It's not the right time. I mean, I've asked people to do things and they've said no. And I've gone back. We started a coaching company, I think after we sold chicken soup and I was hounding this guy for two years and he kept saying, no. And I kept flying to Utah. And finally, he's like, all right, send me this stuff. So I finally sent him all of our assets. And he called me and said, oh my God, where are you, you guys have so much material. And it turned out to be like the number one coaching client for them. And we completely crashed their systems when they launched it. The guy called me, he's like, where have you been hiding this guy? I said, I told you it would work. So to this day, I still call him like, hey, it's the crazy blonde lady. And he's like, what's up, Patty? So, you know, it's just like, Building relationships, keeping relationships. I think that was a big thing that I learned early on because my dad was in sales and he said, you never, ever burn a bridge. Yeah, totally. And, you know, relationships are more important than anything when it comes to creating new things. So that's been 
a lifesaver because if he asked me to write a Facebook ad right now, I'd have to call somebody to have him do it for me. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, there's so many things that we need help with, right? What would you say would be one of the most exciting programs or a program that you host right now that you look forward to every year? Because I know that you have a super full schedule with your programs, with the programs you have with Jack. So I'm just curious, like what you most look forward to. There's two things that I really love. Well, there's like three, really. I love, I'm just finishing up Permission Granted Summer Edition. So we just did like a very light, have fun summer edition. And then we're finalizing it with a retreat in Destin in September. So cool. And then I do another thing. I call it my adult marketing coloring book for people. You know, get it out on paper before you go digital because you're going to spend way more money than you should. Because I see so much stuff in the industry where people are buying too many things when they don't know who they are. They don't know what they do. They don't know what their program is. They don't know how to say it out loud. They don't know what their call to action is. They don't know a business plan kills me when I see that. I see them spend a ton. So I created a program around that called the Attractor Factor. Yes. And it's more like a very generic marketing. And then the last thing I've been really excited about is I've been working with my friend Scott, who I've known for years. Mm -hmm. And we have something called Engage from the Stage. And it's all about really learning how to get up and speak on stage. Amazing. It's a pretty intense program, but he's probably the person that got me to really feel comfortable in my skin. I hired him years ago. And so we've been doing that. And it's fun to watch because people are freaked out in the beginning. And then at the end, they're like, oh my God, I can do this. I don't have to memorize a script. That's so cool. And you hold that sometimes in Vegas? Yeah, I do. Nice. I do. Yeah. That's awesome. I get excited easily. I don't know. Well, it makes sense. You're such an innovative mind. I mean, I'd like to hang out in your brain one day. And no, then no, you wouldn't. Be like, <laughs> I wouldn't. I feel like I would. I'd be like, there's so much insight in here. No. So what would you like to leave our listeners with who maybe have a book within them or a story that they don't even realize they have that they could share with their words that could positively have an effect on others? I mean, I would say... I don't know who, what's that quote? It's by Jamie Lima who says, God doesn't call the qualified, he qualifies the calling or it's kind of like, if you have an idea, it's basically, it's coming through you. And if you're one of those people that, you know, you have this inspired idea, you have to take it to action. And the more you're in motion, the more it will make sense and it will be scary and you will feel like an imposter and people will say to you, you're crazy and you'll get all kinds of opinions. But at this point in my life, when I have a new idea, I don't just go share it with anybody. I share it with the people I know that are going to be like, okay, so tell me more. Or even Jack, he'll ask me a thousand questions. Now I don't get defensive. I'm like, that's a great question. I don't know that one yet, but I'll come back to you. So I have surrounded myself with people that believe in Whatever I come up with, it's probably going to happen. So why fight it? And I think for anyone that's out there that's feeling like, God, I just want to be around other like-minded people, get into a mastermind group, go to trainings, you know, do things. Because honestly, the people that I hang out with today and the people I know the best, I have met through my own training. 100%. I have a joke. You have to pay me to be my friend. That's terrible. That's not really true. You're allowed to say that, Patty, because I mean, permission granted the woman who built a billion dollar brand, you know, and I admire that and support that. And here's why, because you want to be around like minded people and 
you really don't have time to waste. I feel like I don't really shoot the shit with my friends so much. I want to talk about like creations, where they're headed, solutions for things. I really don't have time to like just hang out and, you know, talk about the woes of life, if that makes any sense. No, it does. So I respect that. And they will all tell you. They will say, well, I was talking to Darlene Lethlin, my partner for girlfriends, and we were just going on and on. I mean, we had had so much fun in the last 11, 12 years since I met her when she walked in in her high heels and her little workbook. I love it. To my Maui house, you know, this doing this lecture retreat. I'm like, uh, you got to take your shoes off. She's like, we're barefoot here. Yeah. <laughs> and she's Southern from, you know, from North Carolina. She's like, this is an outfit. I said, not in my house. So we joke about that still to this day. And we've done crazy, crazy things that I will tell you off air someday, but not in this setting. Okay. And I look forward to hearing it. And I, I respect that she said this is an outfit. I love that. So, all right. That was incredible. Patty, you're awesome. I had the best time with you. Thank you so much for joining us and sharing with our listeners your incredible insights and your journey of building a billion dollar brand and everything you've done. And I'd love to leave our listeners with this incredible quote. I'm a woman with thoughts and questions and shit to say. I say if I'm beautiful, I say if I'm strong, you will not determine my story. I will. Amy Schumer. It's a cool quote, huh? I love that. It's so true. And here's the thing. We all make up stories. Stop making up stories that don't support you and make up stories that do because either way they're made up. So make up ones that'll take you to the next level. Yes, Patty. I love that. Make up the story that you want to live. Brilliant, brilliant. And I'd love to recap with our incredible guest, Patty Aubrey, multiple New York Times bestselling author, over 14 books published, created the billion dollar chicken soup for the soul brand when it was just an incredible thought in their head between Jack Canefield herself and Mark Victor Hansen, building it to multiple, multiple books, creating knowing that always having five things to do to get closer to your goal, publishing even 18 books in one year, which is an incredible feat to the power of focus and scaling your brand. And always keeping in mind, if there's something you want, if it is possible, what would it look like? So Patty, I feel like you've just blessed us with so much of your brilliance and incredible energy. Thank you so much for coming to the show. It was awesome to have you. Thanks. It was great to see you. I'm so proud of you. And I am so excited about your uber savvy business and your podcast. And I'll recommend it to everybody because I love what you're doing. And I'm so proud of you for just following your dream. Oh my God, Patty, that means the world to me. And same with me with permission granted and your incredible retreats. I adore you. I'm so curious which one of the highlights from this special guest resonated with you the most. Circle that and give it some thought over the next 24 to 48 hours. And if it applies to you, make sure you put it into action because knowledge plus inspiration equals incredible results. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Uber Savvy Life and Biz podcast. That was awesome. We appreciate you. Stay committed to your vision, take consistent action, and know that great things are on the other side of that door. Because remember, only you hold the key to unlock your dream life. So why not start today? I'll see you next time. Thanks so much. Can I just say you're awesome. You just finished an episode of the Uber Savvy Life and Biz podcast. If you like this episode, feel free to leave a nice review and rate it five stars if you found it helpful. But if not, please don't rate it four stars. Just ignore this part. 
However, if you did like it, make sure you share it with a friend who may find some value in the topics discussed today. Be sure to share it with them because you never know who you could uplift. Also, if you want more, check out the show notes in the description, which would include any links that may have been mentioned in this episode. Are you still listening? Are you waiting for a blooper reel? That'd be a really fun idea to throw in at times. But seriously, are you tired of foggy mornings? Go to jadeellison.com to grab your ultimate caffeine-free boost to supercharge your mornings for success. That's right, your empowered morning mindset checklist. Y'all, great day is just a thought away. That was freaking awesome, Patty. I'm going to stop it. Just don't leave until it says 100%. You're so funny. I'm just another normal crazy lady. Don't worry. <laughs> you're amazing. Well, you're definitely the most successful, incredible, non-crazy lady <laughs> that I know. So uh, this is what, this is how the episode's going to go. 